0: Welcome to Live Committed. It's a central platform for the Aerial Tribe community where we believe in the individuals about executing the discipline of
1: standards plus habits are gonna equal results in their life. On this podcast, we wanna provide a space where you can learn to grow through conversations and connection with other people to reach the highest vision that you have for yourself, mind, body, and spirit.
0: And at Ariel the Tribe, we are passionate about results. So whether you're feeling stuck in your business, your marriage, your spiritual journey, or whatever's going on in your life, we would love to invite you to The Tribe
1: to learn how you can live a committed life. You can always visit us at www.ariel-tribe.com, that's A-R-I-E-L-tribe.com, to learn more about who we are and how to get connected to The Tribe. So
0: Aaron, let's get on with the show.
1: All right, what's up tribe? We are back. We're back. here we go with another <laughs> episode. I'm Aaron here with my partner in crime Jason.
0: Hello, hello. Hello, we, everybody hello Aaron.
1: <laughs> we are uh, we're, we're on a roll like we, we had a we had a struggle through the through the end of the year yeah, we did. find in routine and now here we are back in our rhythm. Just hitting singles. That's right. Boom, we're t- <laughs> boom,
0: boom. <laughs> no, We're not knocking it
1: out of the park, No, but
0: hey, we're getting on base. Getting, players are coming around the, you know, to home base.
1: That's right. That's right. So yeah. to, today, uh, we have an interesting topic, yeah. and uh, it, it'll be uh, fun to, to tackle this one. One of the things that happens literally every time you want to do the right thing is that you're going to have a desire to also not do the right thing, yes. or uh, even a step further to do the wrong thing. Yep, and uh, so we talk about those those two voices that creep into your head. Um, and they do, for sure. <laughs> they show up. They show up. Uh, and, and and so today, what we wanted to do was just kind of tackle like, okay, so you have the two voices. What do you do when that that negative voice comes in?
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I think that you know, just to continue to build off of that is you. you so you set a goal. You're like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to change, and and as you're listening to this, you're, you're, let's, let's say you're continuing to execute what you, you said as a new year's commitment. And then there's those times where you're out there, you're running, you're working out or you're at dinner and you're like, Hey, you know what? I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not going to drink Monday through Sunday. Right. <laughs> it's like, maybe I'm only going to have one or a beer or whatever on the weekend. And all of a sudden you're like, there it is. It's Wednesday. And, but you know what? It's somebody's birthday. And I'm gonna be socially awkward, and you're like, but I made a commitment, and right? It's it's super easy for us to bend because then the other voice is like, oh, you're good,
1: right? yeah. yeah, yeah. You can make up you, for you, it. You're it's good. It's just one meal. Yeah, it's just
0: one meal, and and or you're working out, and you're like, hey, you know what? I'm not gonna run five miles. Like, you, you busted your butt on three. I mean, you're good. You know, like great job, and and that's what we're talking about today, right? So what happens? when that shows up. So, let me ask you that question here. What do you do like what goes through your mind uh when the second voice decides to show up?
1: Yeah, it depends it depends on the topic. If it's working out, um I am at a I'm far enough down the road now where I can say I'm I'm about 98% of the time I'm going to push through that and do the right thing. Uh because I know how much Guilt, I'm gonna have around, and I know because I have a trainer, I know that I'm gonna have to tell him that I didn't do it. Yeah, and uh, that's a big deal. You know where this where this shows up for me? That's actually really fascinating. Is like in a relational situation, like at work, or in even in your home with your family, and you've got a tense relational situation, and you know. The right thing to do is to step into that conflict and to really um, land that well, I have a tendency to kind of sit back and wait um, and not jump in on that. And so that's something that I've had to actually work at over the last six months. I've been trying to be really intentional gotcha. uh, about that piece. And so for me, I, I, um, I if, if it's working out, um, I, I, keep, I the other I was telling you the story before we got on the 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 other day I was trying to I had it's time to do my second cardio and nothing in me wanted to do it um and so I went over and reluctantly put on my shoes and my hat and walked around the house for <laughs> 10 minutes. <laughs> I was like, this is not going away. It's weird. I'm, I'm, but I, but I had, I had started, like I got off center. Yeah. Um, and that first step forward, um, who's the, the, the lady that has the five second rule book, um, where you count down backwards, five, four, three, two, one. And then you take a step. Um,
0: I know who you're talking about, but I, I don't, I forget the name. I
1: actually was just watching a Ted talk by her the other day. Um, her book was great, by the way, five second rules, a great book. Um, but I want you know, what she talks about is count down backwards because it interrupts the pattern and then take a step. Uh, and so that that's really I actually it sounds silly, but I actually really try to do that like, okay, I'm gonna take a step and and I'm gonna put my shoes on yeah. and i'm I'm not out the door yet, but I know at that point I know I'm going to get out the door. It's just a matter of stopping whining and getting yeah. it done. <laughs> but it's tough. I mean it's it it is tough when. You
0: know, you, you're making progress, and and you're like, oh man, I, I'm starting to justify how hard I'm working or how far I've moved, but really, that question of that the the two voices, um, is is okay, but the one is just it's always going to be there to pull us back. So it's the it's the old um, uh, Indian story about the two wolves, you know, and it's a matter of which one do you feed, right? And 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 it's just a constant battle of, and and for me personally, I have to like recognize it. And I think if people around me, they're like, "That guy's crazy because he's talking to himself." You yeah, know? I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, we got this, and this is easy. I literally say that out loud when it's not easy. You know, just trying to, 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 to program my mind to to kind of lean into that, and that that's kind of been helpful for me is to is to say that, um, especially when it's it's not easy. Yeah, and and then you feel great afterwards. You're like, okay, I did. I just did something I really didn't want to do. Yeah, like I really didn't want to do that. Right, but I did.
1: Yeah, you know? and that the more you're willing to do that, the more you're willing to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. The more yeah. that you're willing to do that, the the more that you will do it. That's just the truth. Yeah, I love the way that David Goggins uh,
0: has he framed it up. So that's the gentleman, if you don't know, who's uh, he was a former. Um, uh, inspect, uh, spec, we spray the bugs. I can't even talk. Uh, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, exterminator. Exterminator. Thank I was you. Like now that you said yeah, that, yeah. I can't think of it. I was either. like, what is that word? Okay, exterminator. And then, you know, he's like three and some pounds. And when hardcore became a Navy SEAL, and he's just you know, in just in a really you, you can't hurt me is, is his book. And and he talks about that you know this voice, but the way that he frames it, I think, is super cool. He's like, the more that you do it, is like this battle of like where your mind is like. I control your body. And you're like, no, I control my body. And you're like, well, hold on a second. you, you, you got to think through that. But you're like, that, that's really helpful because you're like, no, I'm in control. Because the body is kind of that, that, the mind's like that second voice. Like, hey, you know what, Aaron, you, you, you kind of rolled your ankle. You know I and mean? you know then I mean, you're good. Or I know yeah. that the elbow hurts right now. You should probably take a day off and ice it. Or you deserve, you deserve to eat this, do this, or whatever. And he's kind of like, no. No, because he gets back to his forty percent rule. So that's been a really helpful tool. I'm like, like that's when I'm talking to myself. I'm like, yeah, you're not in control. We've got this, you know. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah, I you know I think there are the, in that moment those those kind of tips and tricks are critical. I you know I do think um, one of the rules that I live my life by is make provision when you're strong for the times when you're weak, and and so what that means in this case is yeah. um, you know make sure that your mindset is good throughout the week so that, cause you know, at some point, like I'm going to set my mindset right in the morning. So, so that sometime in the afternoon, I'm going to have a hard thing and, but my mindset's already going to be set. That's right. I don't have to change my mindset and make it right in the heat of the moment. It's kind of like, um, I used to, I grew up in Montana and, uh, so hitting deer with, with a car was like, it's just a rite of passage, right? Like everybody does that. <laughs> and it was always fascinating to me that deer don't get out of the way. Like they yeah. they see the headlights. They're, they're they're And they're like freeze. Yeah. They're like, you don't see me. I'm not here, right? I always thought that was so dumb. I was like, how can they not make a split second decision to jump? Like there's got to be some kind of a survival instinct there. Here's the thing that's dumber though. the The dumb thing isn't that they failed to make a split second decision. The dumb thing is that they put themselves on a path to get hurt, and that's that's the problem for a lot of us in making poor decisions. Is that we we haven't put ourselves on a good path, so we wind up hitting that moment, and we're we're doomed to fail because our mindset wasn't right, yeah. to begin with. Um, and and so d- being preemptive about, um, you know, you were. You talking about a book you're reading this morning? Because you read every day. Um, I I read every day. I spend time with. For me, you know, I'm, I spend time with God every day. Uh, I'm going to make my mindset right yeah. before I ever have to do anything difficult. Yep,
0: that's right.
1: And that makes it so much easier because the the voice is going to come. It's
0: going to come in multiple fashions, right? Not just not just physically but like getting back to the the relationship part cuz that's probably the harder one in some ways. Yeah. You know, where you're like okay, I got to go ask for forgiveness. Now nah, I'm good, they're okay or you know, I was short but I'm fine and you know just being preemptive inside those kind of relationships as well. Yeah. I think, you know, like you were suggesting, those those are you know, it's easy for us to justify a lot of things.
1: Yeah. And and it's also interesting like I've told the story on an earlier episode of running in -8 degrees, you know, run, jogging outside in -8 degrees and the the moral victory that that was for me, but doing stuff like that physically allows me to have the to develop the fortitude to be willing to step into those difficult spaces. That. Like it's all connected and that's one of the reasons why we talk about mind, body, spirit. Like you got to develop all of it together. So I'm I'm able to step into those hard relational situations better um, because I'm willing to do hard things in other places because I'm not willing to listen to that voice that's causing me to compromise. Yeah. You know, the other thing is I'm
0: just kind of listening to you and kind of now just pulling it apart more. It's almost like if you think about it, all of that second voice, it it just, it's trying to take us off track, right? Mm -hmm. It's trying to distract us from what we know is inside that potential, because that's really the other voice saying, hey, this is the right plan. This is going to, you know, get me to where I need to be by doing less of that and more of this and, and just, and just really speaking to it and recognizing it for what it is. So in the moment, like it might feel soft, you know what I mean? Or it doesn't have to be really loud sometimes Mm -hmm. to go, well, well, hold on a second. I know who you are. Uh, and that's not okay. you know and and i think that's just another thing that we're just continuing to say here but just in my mind it put more of a spotlight on it just like call it out like
1: yeah you need to go away well that second voice i i mean rooted in the brain right because it's a it's this thought that we have the brain's designed to protect us it's designed to help us survive and so the brain is functioning in a way it's intended to function. When, when, when it says to you, Hey, don't go, don't go step into that difficult relationship. You could get hurt. We don't want that because that does, that's not surviving. Um, don't go out and spend too many calories, you know, and, and especially, um, if you think about the history of man, like there was a time where that was a real worry for us, we can override that now knowing I got a refrigerator full of food, so I can go spend those calories and I don't have to worry about whether or not I can have them um, back. But it's all designed for self-preservation. Yep. Uh, and I can't remember where I heard it, but I love this statement. The mind is a wonderful servant and a terrible master.
0: Yes, I've seen that quote.
1: And, and, and that to me is so... Like that voice is a wonderful servant... It's a terrible master. That's right. So I think it's it's almost necessary to consider those two voices, like the goal setting voice and the the compromised voice. These are two servants in my life. I have mm-hmm. I have these two servants, and how do how, which one am I going to listen to today? Um, because there is there is times when that that voice will actually say like, "Hey, don't run out in a busy street." Same (laughs) voice is coming from the same place, but that's actually a smart way to use it, right? But if the voice is like, No, you don't need to, no, take it easy, no, step back. Now the voice is getting the best of you, it's exercising itself in an area where it doesn't need to. Yep,
0: yeah. And I and I just going back to the the you know the Indian uh story, the attitude about the two wolves, which one are you going to feed? And you're feeding them constantly, so the one that's going to win is the one you feed more, and it's really that simple. No matter what the application is, physical yeah. relationship.
1: So, um, l- put on your psychology hat here. Let me okay. ask, let me ask you a yeah. question. Um, so, what do you think about like people listening to this voice? Is it more or less difficult for people who are more risk averse? Like, if a person is naturally averse to risk, mm-hmm. are they going to have a harder time battling that second voice, or is that just like now you just got to develop grit?
0: Well, that's that's a good question. So uh, I'm going to put on my MBA uh, background here. I don't know if that's in psychology, okay. <laughs> but it's in
1: business that I know.
0: Um, I, I I guess wow, that's a really great question. I think that I think that if the battle is meaningful enough, right, risk averse or not, then someone's going to move into that initiative. So people that you know, that are, are comfortable with risks, like myself, there, there's things in my life. I'm like, eh, I don't feel like fighting that battle. Cause it's not a priority to me. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think that even though I feel like I have a level of grit, when I decide to do it, might that person move the ball farther down the field potentially. Right. Cause they're like, Hey, this is going to be hard and, and I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. But I think, I think my, um, again, there's no professional background here. (laughs) So my, my thought on it though, is if it is important to me, that's where these two wolves are going to show up, right? You could be the most conservative person in the world, but if you're like, darn it, like, this is what we're doing. And, and here we go. And it's like, and day one, here they are like, and it's going to be loud. And so if you haven't wrestled with it, yeah, it might be a little bit more of a challenge. So, um, don't know if I, Talked my way around that or not? But, um, <laughs> I don't
1: want to answer the question. Yeah.
0: So, I, I, sure. I mean, sure in the sense that if you're willing to press into hard things, I feel like that will boil over. Yeah. Um, but if you're not, it, it just, it's just a it it matter of how much of a conviction do you have on that because people that love risk, I've watched people quit stuff. I put myself in there. We all do. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah.
1: So, Your thoughts on that? Yeah. So what I'm what I'm doing is uh, is I'm uh, I'm trying to come up with like what's an excuse that people have for listening to the to the second voice for giving in for compromise. What's an excuse that they do that? And I think for some people it's just I'm not comfortable. I'm not comfortable taking risks. Like I, I would love to be more or do something different or you know step out of my comfort zone. I would love to do that, but I'm not comfortable with risks. And so I, I, as you're, I thought you did a good job answering that, by the way. (laughs) Um, I, I, but as you're processing that, I was thinking like, so then the goals that you set for yourself actually really matter.
0: Yeah. Or is it, let me, let me, let me throw an idea back at you. Or, or is it that not so much as that person willing to risk is, or versus how bad is that person truly wanted? Right. See, to me, I, I fall, I think I fall in that camp, right? Like, because cause we all have that ability to push into it, you know? Um, yeah, you might not be able to... I want to dunk a ball. Well, you're 4'2", right. sorry, and you're 60. Probably not a realistic goal, but you can try, you know? But, but I mean, I think that moving the goal in terms of probability and moving that to the side, I actually think that's where someone... Oh, hey, this is. I, I've had enough. I'm going to go fight for my marriage. Right, right. I'm going to go and get in better shape. I'm going to go get a different job. You know what I mean? And that internal belief in yourself, like there's not enough of that in this world. That's the problem.
1: Yeah. I think, and I'm, I I totally agree with you. Like to, you know, getting in shape, you know, people are like, I'm going to get in shape this year. Well, they don't, they don't really want to get in shape. They want the benefits of being in shape, but they don't really want to get in shape. What they want is to feel better. Yeah. And, and sometimes like when you're working out, especially when you're first working out, don't feel better yeah you feel like you've been run over by a truck what you know is in the long run it's going to be better but you don't necessarily feel better in that space um and so that that's the um what i'm what i'm curious about is um what is it that causes people to give in to that second voice like what is what are the and I, I wonder if it's not connected to I'm setting goals that aren't really my goals. I'm not taking the time to actually really think about what is it that I want to become. And and I think furthermore, um, there, I'm not putting any like, there's no cost to me failing.
0: Yeah, I, I think my, my reaction to that, uh, just to jump in on that point real quick is, so I always appreciate the the military and the Navy SEALs because they go to a higher plane in some ways. And and the thing that they say when you're cold and tired and wet and hungry and sore and like that's it, there is a deeper component of why. Like so that like why am I here? Why am I doing this? That to me is what well, you know, I was trying to articulate before was that that's the anchor. Mm-hmm. That that's the hold. Hold on a second. Yeah, my body's telling me this sucks, it hurts. Why the hell did I show up to do this? Right. Um, but, you know, so I think that's that, that's got to be the catalyst through it. Like yeah. Somebody quits because the why is not big enough. You know what I mean? They're like, no, nah, we're okay. And, you know, I, I ran half the race and, you know going to get a ribbon for doing that. And you know, I'm out here, he's not out here, but I am. So we're good. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Like that's my, I,
1: well, I totally agree with you. And I think part of the issue is most, uh, a lot of people don't spend any time figuring out what motivates them. What correct. What's what is, why? what is their why? Yeah. And I, I think it reminds me of the Cheshire Cat and Alice in Wonderland, right? Like, where are you going? I I don't know. Well, then it doesn't matter which way you yeah. go like that. And it re- that's really true. Like, if, if you don't, if you don't have a sense of where you're trying to get to, then who cares how you go? Like yeah. wander, eat, eat bad. Don't, don't be good. You know, don't get healthy. Don't, don't get emotionally healthy. Don't work on yourself. Watch TV and yeah. waste your life. Yeah. I think the other thing about it too,
0: we, I th- we were talking about this the other day, uh, cause we're in, we're in a life group together, small group and one of our, uh, uh, team members, partners, friends, I don't know how you want to, have to label that, you know, is wanting to, to get in shape. Yep. You know, and, and Hey, I've tried that. You're like, listen, let's just set a micro goal. Like just go walk. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to be overbearing. And I think, you know, again, if, if the why is there and you just begin to move towards that, I think part of the, you know, get, cause you got the question, why do people quit? Sometimes it, it is that journey. You're just not going to get there in 30 days. It could be a relationship. It could be your physical part. It could be a job. Like, hey, you got to learn a new skill set, and you got to go to a trade school for 24 months. Okay, well, there's what's the first class? Right. You know, great. Let's go do the first class. You know, and and begin to knock that down. So I feel like that's got to be a component to. You know, I'm sure somebody studied this. <laughs>
1: oh, yeah, I, yeah, your your measurable steps. Why a lot of people set their goal and then reverse engineer, right? Yeah. But I do think, especially when it comes to to exercise, people are like, "I'm going to get in shape," and their vision of in shape is a bodybuilder or you know, yeah. some CrossFit guru or something like that. You know, they're like, "I'm going to do that," and so they go out and try, try way too much too fast. Yeah. You know, like here's the reality: I've been on on this fitness journey for two and a half years now, hardcore. I have another year before I'm going to be where I want to be today. And when I get there, I guarantee you that Mark's going to have moved down the road further. Yeah. Like it's fitness, health, physical health is not a destination. It's a, it's a journey that we yeah. are constantly managing. And if you don't approach it with that perspective, you don't give yourself permission to say, okay, for the first month, I'm just going to walk every day. That's it, yeah. And, and that's okay. That's that's what I can do, and so that's what I'm going to do. Um, and then I'll add this, and then I'll add this, and little by little by little, pretty soon, you start looking pretty good.
0: Yeah, yeah. It, you start feeling better, and you know. So,
1: What's the the book the compound effect? Is that mm-hmm. the it's the it's the law of compounding reality? Like it, it starts to compound itself, but you got to start small. And I think a lot of people bail out because they try to kill themselves too quickly. So true.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's so true. Yeah. yeah.
1: So yeah, there's a million and one reasons why people quit, give up, listen to the second voice. But at the end of the day, none of those, uh, another David Goggins quote, all excuses are valid, but none of them will take you to where you want to go. That's right. Um, they're all, they're, I, I always tell uh, my staff, the reasons why people don't succeed are nuanced to individuals. Like they're they're vast, they're complex, there's lots of them. But success always looks the same. The reasons why we don't succeed are as varied as we can come up with as individuals. But success always looks the same. So no matter what your excuse is, at the end of the day, success still looks like success. Mm-hmm. It's, it's still going to be something that you have to do the right thing the right way in the right order in order to become successful at whatever you're doing, whether that's your job or your family or fitness or whatever, all of that, it all boils down to success always looks the same.
0: 100%. All right.
1: So hopefully that's helpful when that voice comes,
0: recognize it, see it, speak to it, Put a bullet in it, go away, <laughs> just be done with
1: it. Yeah. And talk out loud to yeah. it. Like yeah. you, it, what you talked about earlier. Like I don't miss that. That's actually powerful.
0: I literally like I know people are like that guy's weird. You know, like, oh, this is easy. No, like literally, we got you. No, sorry, you're not winning. And I know people are like. Is he trying to sing a song with his earphones on? You know what I mean? Like I just know. Like, yeah, uh, there's so... But do it, because it's effective. It really is. Yeah. At least it is for me.
1: Yeah. So whatever it takes. Um, and by the way, if you have a way that you conquer the second let voice, know. let us know. Yeah. We'll, we'll bring that back into a future episode. Email us. Um, either Jason or Aaron at aerialtribe.com, aerial dash tribe.com. And um, we'd love to hear from you on uh, ways that you conquer the second voice. Love it. So jump on podcast rate, review, share, like, love it. Um, all the places that you find podcasts and uh, make sure that you send us your ideas and, and desires for what you'd like to hear us cover. And we will try to tackle that in a future episode. So until next time, thanks for listening. Be good.